healers. I'm KJ Nazrul, a licensed mental health practitioner and a no longer secret artist. I'm the founder of Bliss Begins Within and the wellness program Healing Our Healers. I believe we all have remarkable courage within and that we have the medicine to heal ourselves and others by listening to the wisdom of our unique personal experiences, but also in proclaiming these valuable stories out loud within our communities. So we're now in our second season. Wow. And it has been so much fun and such a revelatory journey chatting with incredible artists, healers, visionaries, and change makers every single week. They've guided us in living creatively and resiliently through artful expression, music, and compassionate conversations. We are continuing our exploration of the human story. Welcome to Stories of Astonishing Light. Hello, my lovely healers. It's 2021. We're a handful of days, a handful of weeks into 2021 already. I can't believe how quickly the month has already flown by. We're closing up, wrapping up January at the time of this recording. And this is my first solo show that I have had for the new year. We're doing things a little differently, or rather unscripted, I'll say. (laughs) I was debating on and planning and scheduling the episodes and the guests and the interviews for the next couple months in this new season. We are in season two, incredibly. I realized that I hadn't checked in individually and I hadn't quite felt ready to move on with some of the interviews that I've already had this year without at least saying hello, just kind of taking a moment to breathe and expand and take assessment, take stock of how things have been. I didn't really do a reflective end of the year wrap up from 2020 because honestly, I still don't have the words for 2020. I thought maybe I would come on today and just share with you where I've been and what's been happening for the last several weeks since we've touched base. So here we go. I wanted to let you know how 2021 has been so far for me, and I'm so curious to hear how things have been for you all. I started the year off with a plant-based reset and cleanse. It's originally scheduled for 10 days, but I've managed to and decided to extend it and make it more of a 15, 20-day, perhaps a 30-day program. What I really discovered with it was I needed a reset. I needed to start clean. I wasn't feeling my optimum levels of functioning. I was feeling just sort of heavy and dragging, and I thought I needed to do something. So courtesy of my dear friend Jessica Hernandez, who you all met a few episodes ago in which we spoke about Reiki and nutrition She is a health and nutrition coach as well as a Reiki healer. She launched her Reset and Cleanse program, which I was so pleased to be a part of. The first few days, I don't know, I've never really done a true cleanse or a reset before, guys, so this was new for me. So this might not be at all surprising to you all, but for me, I had a bit of a challenge in giving up sugar and caffeine. 
those first couple of days, there was the headache, there were the cravings, and there was just a few moments of like, I cannot believe how dependent I am on sugar and caffeine to move through my day. Once I rid myself of those cravings, and it did, like I said, it took about three or four days, I feel completely alert and clear and focused, sort of repositioned. It feels amazing. That's how I started this year is this plant-based reset and cleanse. What came with that also was some rest and some stillness, sort of a reassessment of how my pacing has been. See, last December was bananas. You all probably remember I was, of course, doing the podcast. I am working full-time still in my corporate job. Then I was also running and beta testing my Healing Our Healers program in the form of creativity and compassion workshop series through all of December. And then on top of it all, there was my work life and my personal life. And, oh, you know, December, end of the year, holidays. Oh, we're doing this all during a world crisis of health and emotion and soul. So, yeah, I didn't get much of a break. In fact, I didn't get any break. I was working through the holidays with the exception of Christmas and New Year's Day. But every other day during the week, I was working. What I found with the start of the new year and with this reset on my nutrition and on my diet, I just needed to clear everything out. I've been easing back in, I would say. I haven't actually had, I did take one week off from the podcast, you may recall, and just one week. I am back at it and I am putting together amazing, amazing conversations that I cannot wait to share with you all. They'll certainly have a little more structure than what today's episode is. I think today feels almost like a felicity moment in which I am just speaking into my recorder with hopes that a dear friend will hear and maybe respond in a very intimate diary-like conversation or dialogue. The interviews that are coming up are also just as splendid, just as spectacular. I cannot wait for you to hear them. We're talking about book writing and publishing. We're talking about nutrition and the mind-body connection for health and how to healthily eat during the pandemic. I have a conversation with a majestic marketing genius and mentor of mine, and her name is Ellen. I cannot wait to share with you that conversation. Gosh, it turned out that for January, I was the guest on a couple other podcasts that I would really, really urge you to check out because they're phenomenal, not just because they're beloveds of mine, but because of the movement and the message that these individuals are putting out in the world. I think they're really, really important and they're game changing. Check out Creatives Do Money with A.O. and Levine and then move into resilience with Pamela Stokes, and then Our Friendly World with my friends Fawn and Matt Anderson. I was a guest on all three of these podcasts in the last, well, my interviews with them were over the last couple of months, but they all posted in the last two weeks or so. I urge you to check out their podcast because conversations have been never more relevant than they are right now when we're talking about 
how we can financially be okay and stable in this world and how do we connect with emotional healing from possibly trauma that's been buried deep in our bodies for many, many years. How do we release that so that we can live optimally? In a conversation with Matt and Fawn on Our Friendly World, we talk about the importance of trusting intuition and recovering perhaps fractured friendships or friendships that were tested by honesty and perhaps a parting of ways in not the most loving of situations. And then how do you move past that and can you repair that? Let's take a second to pause in this amazing conversation for a quick check-in. If you're enjoying this episode and have found value in the stories from the guests who've joined me on the podcast, I would love it if you could rate and leave a review for the show. You can do so on Apple Podcasts or any of your listening platforms. Your reviews help boost visibility of the show and spread the word to more listeners. Plus, I love hearing from you. If you have found anything you've heard on this show valuable or helpful for you, please let us know. And it's really easy to do. And it takes maybe a minute. You can go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash astonishing stories. Also, a little something to consider. Every review you leave enters you into a chance for winning a free 30-minute private session with me to discuss anything of your choice. I'll pick the name of the winner every Friday and announce it on my Instagram and Facebook stories. So let's hear it, friends. RateThisPodcast.com forward slash astonishing stories. I really appreciate you. In reflecting on this year, I noticed and I'm very, very aware of, I shouldn't even just say I've noticed, I am extremely aware of this circle that I've made in terms of time. It was this time last year, literally a year ago this week, that altered my 2020 forever. It was the death of my friend, Christine, unexpectedly and tragically. She was a longtime friend of mine and a co-worker. We were training partners in that we, we taught classes together at our work. And when she passed away, which was, again, super unexpected and shocking, it really altered the way that I saw the work that we did and the work that I was doing and the systems in play, the healthcare systems, certainly governmental systems. And it really helped me analyze and see my system of care, how I was or was not taking care of myself. This year, knowing that Christine's death was at the end of January, her funeral was in February, And then the rise of COVID-19 was March in terms of moving to next level, sheltering in place. That's when I was essentially sent home to work remotely for an indefinite amount of time. And here we are nearly a year later. And still, that is the situation. While there was so much heartbreak and grief and frustration and fear from 2020, There were also incredible opportunities and incredible revelations. 2020 helped me inform my mantra and my goals. I wouldn't call them resolutions. I would say they were more tenets and guidelines 
for how I wanted to show up in the world and be present in the world. One of the questions I ask my guests who come onto the podcast is, what are your mantras or guiding philosophies for this time? Sometimes I ask them what their obsessions are too, and I might get into that maybe another show. But if you were to ask me what my mantras are at this time, I could tell you because of what I've learned in the last year. My mantras are, I will take inspired action and the universe takes care of me. And then I also say to myself that I surrender to creative solutions. And then I also often touch base on this mantra, which is, in stillness, I receive. I think that's where I will stop for today in that I wanted to share with you where I am. Thank you for holding the space for me for these few minutes of perhaps nonsensical pontificating. Why don't we do this? Let's do a little breathing together. I have a mindfully based compassion meditation that I'd love to share with you. My hope is that you'll stick around and you'll listen in in these next couple weeks, next couple months, as we still continue to explore the amazing, incredible, uplifting exchanges of stories that people have been so kind to share with me. And I can't wait to share with you. Thank you again for listening in. This is my absolute pleasure to be presenting to you stories of astonishing light. For this meditation, I invite you to find a comfortable and kind posture. Kind meaning easy. As my friend Pamela says, find a comfortable and kind, easy posture. Not too rigid, not too slumping just easy, right in the neutral middle. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable doing so. If you can, notice what it feels like to have your feet on the floor. Notice what it feels like to have your feet grounding you. Take note of any internal sensations that might be arising right now. You may observe the beating of your heart, the sensation of your breath flowing in and out of your nose. Adopt a physical gesture that represents kindness and compassion. That might mean putting a hand over your heart. For me, it means putting my hand on my belly. Notice how your body responds to the physical touch, the warmth of your hands. And you can feel free to leave your hands here for the entire meditation if you'd like, or you can put them back down on your side or rest them on top of your legs, wherever you're most comfortable. Let's take a few deep breaths, big inhales, big exhales. Allow yourself to release as you exhale. And then letting your breathing return to a normal, natural rhythm. Your mind will probably wander, and when it does, simply and compassionately bring your attention back to your breath. We're taking big inhales. And big exhales. With each inhale, notice that as you breathe in, you're giving yourself what you need in this moment. You are nurturing yourself with every in-breath. If you are struggling in any way in your life, breathe in other qualities that you might need. That could mean patience, rest, kindness, love, compassion. 
Breathe in this quality with every inhalation. Allow yourself to really receive something good with every inhalation. So we're breathing. We're still breathing in a normal, natural rhythm. And as you breathe out, bring to mind someone you know or someone you're aware of who is struggling and needs compassion. Allow their image to arise in your mind's eye. Direct your out-breath to them, your exhalation, sending them what they need in the moment. Perhaps the same things that you noticed for yourself. Patience, recovery, kindness, love, compassion. With each out-breath, send something good to this other person who is also struggling. In, out. Acknowledge that you as a human being, you struggle, as does this other person. Breathe something in for you. Breathe something out for them. Breathe in something good for you, like compassion and kindness. Then breathe out something good for this other person. Love. Patience. In and out. One good thing for you, one good thing for them. If your mind starts to wander, you can refresh this image of yourself or of the other person in your mind's eye. Maybe place your hands on your heart again to physically connect you with that sense of nurturing. Send your compassion to where it's needed most. If your attention is drawn more to your own suffering, feel free to give yourself as much compassion as you need. Conversely, if the other person is drawing your attention more strongly, then focus your compassionate breathing more so on them, sending them compassion, sending them what they need, recovery, kindness, love. You can also just let your breath be an equal, easy flow, in and out, in and out like the waves of an ocean. It's a limitless, boundless ocean. Enough for me and enough for you. An ocean of compassion. Release your focus on the breath and on your practice. Simply come back to yourself, to your body, to the room you're in, Allow yourself to feel whatever it is you're feeling in this moment. Allow yourself to feel and be exactly as you are.
Thank you for listening to the Stories of Astonishing Light podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can support this podcast in a few different ways. First, you could post a screenshot of the podcast on your Instagram and Facebook stories or in your feeds and tag me at Bliss Begins Within or Musings on Other, and I can repost you. Another way to spread the love is to share this podcast with your friends and family, anyone whom you think might enjoy it as well. A third way to support this podcast is to subscribe, download, and leave a positive review on any of the platforms you listen to the show on. And this way, we can continue to grow our audience and reach more listeners. A quick and direct way to leave a review is by going to ratethispodcast.com forward slash astonishing stories. I am so grateful to spend this time with you exchanging such uplifting tales of resilience. We'll see you next time. Music